Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all new, better than ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. Hello, Dolphin fans. Yes, that's right. We're back with yet another season of previews and reviews of your Miami Dolphins. Each week, we will discuss the upcoming game, analyzing the opponent, and then follow every game with a review show with all the highs and lows of the game. This season looks to be one of the most exciting seasons we have had in a good while, and we are really, truly excited to be there every step of the way. So please look for us and follow us wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Please feel free to leave comments after each show, as we truly appreciate any feedback. Now let's kick off this week's show. And it's another Finn Vans podcast. Uh, this time we are going to preview the Cowboys and Dolphins coming up this weekend. With me is Louis Rigoni. Hello, Dolphins. It's Christmas week, Mike. It is. We play Christmas Eve. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yep. 4.30. Right around yep. dinner time for everybody. Yep. The world. And who knows if that's not going to be flexed till later. I don't know. We'll be watching. I don't think so. You think it yeah. will? I, mean, I don't know. No, they would have already made that decision, Mike. It's two days from now. I don't, yeah, I don't, that's true. That's true. You know, people, especially on like Christmas Eve, that they would have to, uh, you know, make different arrangements, obviously. I can't see them doing something like that this late in the game. I mean, it would have made sense, right? I don't even know if they have a late Sunday night game this week, do they? Uh, they must, know. right? I, didn't I, I, mean, I would, would think, think so. so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're not, they're not going to waver. Whether it's Christmas or not, they're not going to waver. No, they, they play on Christmas and Christmas Eve. Yep. Christmas, Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Boy, yeah, they don't care. It's right in the middle <laughs> of it all this year. Black Friday now, too, right? I know, right? Every single, every single holiday's got to be covered with football. But anyway. I don't so, mind. I don't mind. Um, I do and I don't, you know, I mean, you know, it does take away from family time when, you know, you've got one eye on the, uh, football game and you're eating dinner among all your family. So sure. it is what sure. it is, but sure. But you know, if there's a game on that you're interested in and then you delay dinner a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Easier said than done, Mike. But uh-huh. anyway, especially <laughs> when you're in a big family, 
Anyway, <laughs> you know, we got the Cowboys. This is going to be a fun game. This is going to be a struggle. <laughs> well, I mean. These, these teams are very equal. Yeah. I mean, I don't, you know, from what I saw Dallas last week, and, you know, every week is different, but uh, they have some tendencies that we can take advantage of. Um, you know, they're, they're a very, very good team, but we're right there with them. Um, you know, as far as rankings are concerned, these teams are very, very even in regard to defenses. I mean, I think we're the fifth-ranked defense. They're the sixth-ranked defense. Yeah, it's, it's splitting hairs. Yeah, offense, we're number one. We're, they're number six. Um, you know, as we go through the show, you know, I'm going to talk about some things that, you know, I feel that uh, are an advantage to us. And, um, you know, I like it. You know, the key to this game, though, Mike – is the injury situation on both sides of the football. Um, you know, there's there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that situation. You know, with Tyreek Hill, you know, he was almost a goal last week. I would expect with another week of him, you know, taking it easy and uh, getting treatment that he will play. Today, Holland and Elliott both practiced. So that's a positive to have both safeties back against this passing game is an absolute necessity. Yes, it is. Uh, you know, the, the other key is, of course, the offensive line situation. And, you know, you would love to see Hunt back as that last piece, per se, with Armstead being back and Eichenberg, you know, practice. I believe he practiced today as well. Yeah. So that's a positive. Uh, you want to see Hunt on the field against this defense. Um, it would be a major, major plus for us as well. But I'm going to uh, say, say this, Lewis. I, I think your analysis of Tyree Kill may be off. And uh, the reason I say that is those high ankle sprains don't generally get better in two weeks. It's normally a two to three to four week thing. Right. So, you know, I think he's probably 50-50, you know, uh, this week. We'll, we'll, he'll probably, you know, get up Sunday and run around pregame, see how he feels, and they'll just make a game-time decision. But my guess is he's not going to play. I bet he does, simply okay. because of what I saw last week before the game. I mean, he yep. was running pretty doggone good on that high ankle sprain. I don't even know why he was testing it the way he did, um, because he was running at a pretty good speed. And um, I think they just <laughs> he can jog at a pretty good speed. Yeah, no, but you know what I'm saying. He was yeah, making sure. cuts and everything. I mean, he didn't look like he was, um, you know, in any way, shape, or form in really, really bad shape. And I just think they're just, you know, resting him. And I think come Sunday, Mike, you're going to see him out on the football field. And I hope so because he's he's probably worth seven points. You know. Yeah, I mean, we didn't miss a beat without him last week, but I think this week. You know, against this Dallas team. Yeah, you know, that big, was the stinking difference. Jets. Yeah, big, <laughs> big, big difference. Um, you know, I think I think the guy that you probably won't see is is Hunt. Uh, I think that's almost a definite, unless he has at least a limited practice tomorrow, because he didn't practice at all today. And right. being out all those weeks, you know, I just can't see it. But everybody else, Mike, for the most part, you know, is trending towards playing. And Tyreek, I, w- I would say it's probably – a 50-50 shot, Mike, but I don't think he's missing this game. Knowing him and knowing the type of player and the fact that nowadays, I don't know what they're doing with these guys, but I guess they have, you know, procedures and techniques that they now go through. 
with these injuries because these guys are recuperating incredibly fast from everything. It doesn't yeah. matter what yeah, it is. Yeah, that's, that's true, uh, you know, compared to years ago, but... Oh, without a doubt. I mean, it's amazing how quickly these guys, you know, they're responding to things. They have different, you know, we saw that in some of these, you know, shows, you know, the quarterback show, you know, the treatment. I mean, what Mahomes did last year for those playoff games. And I mean, Uh he was dealing with, I think, a very similar situation. And I just couldn't believe the fact that he went out there and played the way he did a week later. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, you know, I spoke to Chris prior to us coming on. Uh, unfortunately, he's traveling and uh, will not be on the show today. But he gave me some interesting news in regard to the Pro Bowl voting. And there's a lot of guys that are leading the voting on the yeah. offensive side of the football. Um, Tua, for one, Tyreek Hill, Ingold, Mostert, and Armstead. All of those guys are leading at their positions in regard to votes. Um, on the defensive side, Ramsey is. I don't know how you have Armstead there. Well, listen. I guess <laughs> when he's, he's out there, he's you know he's doing it. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, well, he's missed a lot of games. That's he why sure I say has. that. I yep. mean, when you when he plays, he's he's somebody you want out there. I guess Mike, the drop off is is just extreme. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. But and Lamb has done a pretty good job. But yeah. No, I mean in regard to the other tackles in the league, Mike. Oh, well, that that I can't say. As to why he, you know, he's leading the, you know, the league yeah. in vote getting. But anyway, just the same. I mean, it's it's interesting, you know, the fact that we've got four guys there, five guys, sure. whatever it is, you know. I mean, running back, the, a receiver. What about the defense? The defense, I said Ramsey. Oh, that's Ramsey, it. Okay, yeah. just the one. Just the one. Yeah. Um, Chubb is behind Boza. And uh, somebody else, I can't remember. Yeah, well, Wil- Wilkins should probably be there, in my opinion. I would think so. You're going to see guys on the defensive side, too. There's no doubt mm-hmm. about that. They're a top five defense right now. And, you know, I think Wilkins is deserving. Um, you know, I think Siler, as well as he's played, you know, maybe an outside shot. Um, you know, Chubb. Should definitely be there. Yeah. Uh, Ramsey should be there. Holland yeah. should get consideration at the safety position. You know, agreed. He was, yeah. he was the top-ranked uh, safety, you know, before he got injured. And yeah. if he only misses this one game, great. You know, that shouldn't affect anything. So, I mean, they may be sending, you know, seven, eight, nine guys to the Pro we Bowl. we got a lot of guys is... who are playing good football. It's It's been a while since we could say that, you know. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> a long doubt. time, but. Uh, we on do. both sides, yes. too, mind you. Yes. You know, we always had Marino and Clayton and guys like that and offensive linemen on the on the um, offensive side back in the day. But the right. defense, you know, they were few and far between. Yeah. Um, and then it kind of switched over when Jimmy Johnson came in. You yep. had a ton of guys on the defensive side like and Zach. The off- and the offense was garbage. Yep. Exactly. Zach, Jason Taylor, Sertan, Matt, you know, those type of guys, Brock Marion, all of them were making Pro Bowls and the offensive side did not have a single guy. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's never been as balanced a team. This is probably the most the best balanced team we have had in a long, long while. Yeah, it's you know, it'll be interesting down the stretch. But uh you know, with all that aside, Mike, you know, let's let's talk some uh, Dallas Cowboys. All right. 
right? Uh, who who do you think on the offensive side? I'm going to pose a question to you. Who do you think on the offensive side is the key for Dallas? And the guy that we basically have to completely take out of this football game if we're going to win, or at least take him out to some extent. That's a good question. I mean, obviously they're quarterback. Right. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think it's Prescott without a yeah. doubt. You know, I think that, um, you know, he he is the key guy there. Uh, CeeDee Lamb's an exceptional mm-hmm. receiver. Um, they've got Cooks, who's an exceptional receiver. But I like our corners matching up against these guys. I like Ramsey against C.D. Lamb. You know, I like Cook against X-Man if X-Man's out there. You know, our nickel situation, I tend to like, you know, with their third receiver. You know, the guy, their running game, Mike, you know, Pollard, he's had a subpar season up to this point. It hasn't been great. Uh-huh. Um, you know, you look at his numbers, you know, he's got 848 yards rushing. He's got a 4.1 average and five touchdown rushes. Um, so, you know, he does get the ball quite a bit, but our run defense has been very, very good all year. So I'm not overly concerned with that. I don't think he's a back you're afraid of. No, I mean, he can hurt you. There's no question about that. You know, as you look at their team, Mike, you know, CeeDee Lamb's got 141 targets and 103 yeah. receptions and 1,300 yards receiving. I mean, this guy's not all that far behind Tyreek, you know, in regard to numbers. He's got eight touchdown catches, too. Yeah. I mean, he's an exceptional football yeah. player. But the good news is we've got exceptional corners. So, you know, again, I like the matchups. You know, Gallup against, you know, Kahoo. <laughs> you know, they'll try and take advantage of that. You know, maybe Turpin, they'll they'll try to go that route. The guy that scares me the most, Mike, in their offense is Jake Ferguson, the tight end. You know, I don't know, you know, how we're going to defend him, but uh, he's second on this team in receptions, and he, he's very good. He's been targeted 82 times, so they yeah. th- throw to him a lot. I mean, a lot. And he's physical, and he's got great hands. He's an exceptionally good football player, and he's a guy that I'm not so sure how they're going to match up, you know, who they're going to match up with him. I don't know if it's going to be one of the safeties, and, you know, maybe we just uh, have the other one roam, maybe double up on CD if he's on X-Man side. You know, I don't know how they're going to do that, but they have to account for Ferguson because he's a guy that can definitely hurt us. Um you know, he's the guy I'm most concerned about right yeah, now. Yeah, he's a good size tight end, too. Yeah, he, he's, a, he's an extremely good football player. You know, the key, I think, to stopping their offense, Mike, is to just pressure Prescott and do not allow him to escape the pocket, which we have had a problem with week in and week out. Um, you know, you could, you could make a case for that Tennessee game on a few occasions at it may have cost us the game when it came down to the nitty-gritty. There were a couple plays where Levis escaped. If you go back and you think about the play where Chubb completely fanned on him, he ducked under him and then scrambled, and then he had the penalty for throwing the helmet. I mean, that that could have cost us seven points. You know, we talked about it costing us four, going from a field goal to a touchdown because of the penalty. But with the sack, you know, 
I think it would have put them in a situation where it would have been a very long field goal. So you can't have that happen is what I'm getting at when you go against Prescott because he's extremely dangerous out of the pocket. Um, We talked a little bit before we came on, and what was that number, Mike, his efficiency outside of the pocket? It was pretty high, I'll tell you in a minute. I think it was in the 90s, wasn't it? 95.4. Yeah. I mean, that that is exceptional. By comparison to a 60.1. Yeah. I mean, right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're, you're talking about a guy who's basically elite when, when out of the pocket. So, yep. so what, how do you stop that, Mike? Well, you, you know, you cut it off at the head, you know, much like they did last week. You know, they put immediate pressure on the quarterback and did not allow him to escape the pass rush. They had two, three guys around them at all times. This is what they have to do with Prescott. They have to show the same type of uh, effort against Prescott this week. I mean, he's a completely different quarterback, bigger, stronger, but you know, we've got to be up to the challenge. I mean, if we, if we plan on winning this football game, Mike, it comes down to that. It really does. I mean, I'm not concerned about the secondary so much. I think we can cover our guys initially, but it's an impossibility to cover guys once, you know, there's broken plays involved. And oh, Pres- yeah. Prescott yeah, sure. is one of the best at, at making you pay for that situation. So yeah, you, he gets five, six seconds to throw, you know, they, you're not going to cover the, their guys. That you can't, long. you can't. It's just not going to happen. No, they're, they're all pretty solid receivers and, you know, they, they can kill you in those situations, kill you. So the key to this game is keeping Prescott in the pocket and taking him down, putting pressure on him and finishing the job, not allowing him to escape sacks and make plays down the field because they, it'll be a long night if that in fact happens over and over again you know you you would think that they know this you know what i mean they're there i am sure they're coming up with ways to keep him in the pocket and stay disciplined right so, but come game time you know it's a whole different situation of course you yeah. know and uh, i know they're preparing for it they have to prepare for it i mean or you know if Angio has to have a really solid game plan, yeah. um, mixing in some blitzes at times too, I'd love to see that because Prescott will make mistakes. You know, he, his Mike, his if you look at his season as a whole, right? He's got twenty eight yeah. touchdown passes and seven interceptions. Right. He's been sacked thirty two times this year, so you can get to him. But I mean. You know, he's throwing four touchdowns to every interception he throws. So he, right. do, he doesn't give up the football. So if you're going to win this game, you know, from, the, uh, from a defensive standpoint against their offense, you know, he is the key. You hit it right on the number when you, when you answered that question. Um, you know, they go through him. You know, the Dolphins are going to have to do everything possible to keep him in that pocket. It's just that it's, – it's that simple, Mike. It really yeah. is against this team and they have to stay on cd lamb he's you know (laughs) he's probably their best offensive weapon he's one of the best receivers in the league mike and um you definitely have to defend him there's no there's no question but our secondary if all if all four guys are healthy and and it's trending that way you know i i like it i like it i like it i like our guys you know, that, that can step in. 
Yeah, you would think we would match up with them. I think so. I think yeah. we can. You know, it, it's a battle of the offensive line. If they line, figure right? out the tight end, you know. Right. Um, if they figure out how to, right, how, who's going to cover them and, and how they're going to handle that situation. Exactly. Yep. You know, they Zach Martin's hurt. Um, if he does not play Mike, advantage Miami big time. I mean, that's a big, right. that's their best offensive lineman. And um, he's interior, which means Wilkins and um, Siler. Yep. Sealer, Siler, <laughs> however you want to go about that. Tomato, tomato situation there. Listen, if Zach Martin's out for this football game, it's a big plus for us as well because our tackles are extremely good. Yep. You put a backup in there, it's just not the same situation. So whether it be their running game or whether it be their pass blocking situation. So, you know, this game, Mike, you know, it comes down to who's healthy and who's not. I, I really feel that way. You know, who actually suits up on Sunday and who doesn't for both sides of the foot, for both teams, I should say. I mean, that's the key to this game because they're so even in so many ways. They're very comparable football teams. They really are. So you want to take a quick break, Mike, and we'll come back. We'll talk about our offense against their defense. All right. We'll do that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Okay, and uh, we are back. We are back. We are back. We are back. So, so the big question is, and we sort of addressed it earlier, is Tyreek Hill. So let's let's assume for sake of discussion that he does play. Right. If he does play, again, big advantage Dolphins for obvious reasons. Best receiver in the league. You know, they have to pretty much – listen, their corners are good. Gilmore has been exceptional. And this kid Bland that has stepped in for digs, wow, eight interceptions this year. I mean, obviously, they're throwing his way, and he returns them for touchdowns, Mike. I mean, this guy makes the most of his interceptions. I think he's got like five touchdown returns. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's pretty damn good. Um, I'll tell you what. they are no slouches. So Tyreek's key. Because either one of these corners, you know, if, you, if Tyreek's out of the football game and you've got Waddle and then backups in, you know, advantage goes to Dallas, you know, in regard to their secondary going against our receivers. Um, you know, the key guy here, Mike, and you know who it is, you know, on their Mika defense. Mika Parsons. Parsons, 12 and a half sacks. Wow. A lot of sacks. Uh, this guy can just turn a game around quickly. Uh, the fact that Armstead is healthy right now is a big, big plus for us. Um, it's actually a key in this football game. Mm-hmm. He's got 60 hurries in 14 games. In 14 games. It's insane yep. how good this yep. guy is. Uh, you know, I think, Mike, what, what happens in this football game is this. You know, you saw them vulnerable to the run last week against Buffalo. It was an outstanding game plan, and obviously week to week things change. So obviously Dallas is going to do some things to to try and um, 
you know, shore up that run defense, right? Because they know Miami's looking at this and they're saying, wow, look at what Buffalo did to them running the football. They destroyed them. So I think the Dolphins are going to come out and they're going to try to establish a running game. And I think that what you're going to see is a lot of what they did last week, you know, in regard to the Jets defense is not, you know, they're, they're a good football team on that side of the football. And I think what you're going to see is if Hill does not play Waddle, getting involved right away on short passes and getting, getting the ball to him and getting him involved, mixing that in a little bit. I think A-Chan, A-Chan and uh, Mostert are going to be heavily involved in this football game. Uh, Buffalo did it with their two running backs, their number one and their number two, and I think we're going to attempt to do the same. We just do things a little bit differently in regard to, you know, our running. Right. You know, they run they run different out of different formations as far as them running the football. I think that the with how we do things with the jet sweeps, with A-Chan and Mostert both on the field at the same time, it really gives the defense – and the linebackers and the safeties, everybody involved, even the defensive linemen, a lot to think about on a given play. It's just, it's just a lot. So it creates more situations. And let's hope that McDaniel throws a few wrinkles into those, you know, into those <laughs> game plans. Um, you know, this, I think, is the key. Mike, th- th- listen, this game right here, I think, is the key to the rest of the season. You come out of here with a win. You know, you're in really, really good shape going into those last two games. You know, they're both going to be tough games. But you come out of this game with a win, you're, you, you almost solidified a, a playoff spot. This is the game I think you got to win. Yeah, you have to. You have to. You have to win this game. And if right. you win this game, Mike, you know, how, 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 how important is it next week? I mean, that's possibly for the number one well, seed. Right, then you'd be playing for the number one seed. Yes. Sure. I mean, there's, there is, without a question of a doubt, so much importance involved in this game for both teams. You know, Dallas, Dallas just the same. So, you know, I think it's going to be a rock'em, sock'em game. I, I hope that they come prepared to play and we see the A team, you know, which we've seen at home on a few occasions this year. Yes. You know, we don't want to see the C team, you know, which is what we saw in games against Tennessee. And you know, you can say to an extent against the Giants and the Panthers, you know, it wasn't a great effort against subpar teams. So, you know, you got to see the A team. You got to see the guys coming out with all kinds of intensity and on both sides of the football, you know, bringing it. You know, two is a key to this game. You know, we'll get back to their offense against their defense. You know, can't make mistakes in this football game. We can't do the things we did against Tennessee. Uh, fumbling at the two-yard line, you know, um, you know th- those sort of things, penalties are key to this football game as well. Got to go out there and you got to play an a- A-type football game. And if you do, you got a very, very, very good chance of beating this football team because they do have some weaknesses. Where? <laughs> um, Mike, their run defense, you know, is, is, not, is not over the top great. You know, I mean, Buffalo exploited that last week. Oh, I saw. You know, um, you know their, you know their rush defense is nineteenth in the league, Mike. You know that's that's on the bottom half, not the top half, the bottom half. So they can be run upon. 
you know, their pass defense is fourth in the league. You know, they, they've got a very good pass defense. So, yep. And their, their other edge player, uh, Demarcus Lawrence, is pretty good too. Oh, he's outstanding. There's no doubt about that. You know, when you go over to our defense, Mike, and you look at our run defense, you know, we're fourth in the league. Right. I mean, you know, we're top five against the run. Against the pass, we're 12th. So we're in, you know, we're in the top half. And, you know, that, that has, we've had guys injured across well, we had the Ramsey season. out half the season, you know. So. Ramsey was out. Yeah. He's played, what, four games now? Yeah. And then think about the fact that Holland's missed games, Elliott's missed games, and X-Man's missed games. Right. I mean, they haven't had a completely healthy secondary, and they're still in top tier. You know, I think if we, you know, if we were healthy this year, you would see them as a top five secondary as well. You know, I agree. both aspects, you know, in both aspects of the defense. I mean, listen, you know, you look at these two football teams, they're both comparable. Um, this is a game I am really, really excited about. You know, I just like the matchups. I, you know, I, I think that this is going to be telling Mike going forward, you know, in regard to where we are in regard to the better teams, yep. um, you know, these next three weeks. But you take one game at a time, and right now this is the game that you have to be concerned with. You have to go out there. You're at home. You got to play like you're at home. Exactly. Absolutely. You have to, Mike, you have to go out and you have to play this game like it's a playoff game because in an actuality it is. It, is. it, it, is, it absolutely is. If you win this game, you move on from that, now, the prize is even bigger. Right. The number one seed the following week. Right. I mean, it's right there for the taking. You just have to go out and do it. Right. And then the fact. And their destiny. It's in their hands. Absolutely. And then you throw in the fact, you know, three weeks from now when you play Buffalo, that you could be a deciding factor in knocking them out of the playoffs, which is what you would love to see. That would be fun. Absolutely. <laughs> Because you don't want to play them again. You don't want to play them again in any scenario. And you know what, Mike? If they do make the playoffs and we aren't the number one seed, then there's a good possibility that we may be facing them in round one of the playoffs. That's exactly right. You know, you just have to see how everything unfolds in regard to these next couple weeks. But like I said, first things first, the incentive here, and man, I, I really hope that McDaniel is just throwing this right at them. You know, every minute of practice this week that, hey, guys, listen, you know, we win (laughs) playoffs, okay, all said and done. You know, you take – it's right there. You take it. You take it. You do it right here, right now, and then you you concentrate on the following week when need be. So – let everybody else beat up on each other. Yeah. I mean, just just such, such an important game, really. You got to go out there and you got to you got to play your best game of the season. You really do. Well, you know, again, I'm going back to Tyree Kill because in order for them to do that, he's got to be on the field. Yeah, and you know what? You know what, Mike? It, hopefully, they're practicing and incorporating some other guys into this game plan in case he can't go. Um, you know, even to a bigger extent. I mean, last week it, it was mostly Waddle. Against this Dallas team, Mike, that ball has to be spread around the different people if you're going to move the football. They have to get Barrios, Craig Craft, Cedric Wilson. I mean, if you want to throw Claypool's name in there as well, great. You have to get other people involved because, 
You know, they're, they're going to try you, and you've lock You've got to have an outlet for two on every play. You have to. You absolutely have to. And he's got to recognize things immediately because he's not going to have, you know, with, with their defense and Mika Parsons, they're not going to have the ability to just sit back there and scramble around and make plays. They're going to have to be efficient right out of the gate. It's going to have to be boom, 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 boom. Over and over and over again. If it means getting the ball on the flat immediately and, and not even checking. It could them. mean that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Just get the ball on the flat immediately. I don't yeah. care. Move the chains. Keep the ball away from Dallas's offense. And just be efficient in what you're doing. Uh, you know, no, not a ton of holding penalties. You know, you don't want to see silly stuff. You know, let them make the mistakes. You know, don't, don't. Kill yourselves, beat yourselves. That Tennessee game is a perfect example of a team beating themselves over and over again. With just oh, sure, because Tennessee didn't beat them. <laughs> silly mistakes. Yeah, you know they beat Mike. They did beat us for about three three and a half minutes. But you <laughs> yeah. know the game's not played in three and a half minutes. The game's played in sixty minutes, and you know basically you know for three and a half minutes they beat us, and they were in a position to beat us because of everything we did for the first <laughs> 50 plus minutes of that football game, you know? Yep. So I'm looking forward to it, Mike. I am too. It's a, it's a, it's a critical game in my opinion, but you know, look, you, you got to play three. So this is the first one. You got to play. Yep. One at a time. You got to love it. You absolutely have to love it. Very, very excited. Real quick. what did you think of hard knocks last night? Uh, hard knocks, hard knocks, Mike. It was a pretty good show. You know, I like that they feature, you know, different guys, uh, week in and week out. The Barrios, you know, segment was a little bit weird with him sitting in a sauna. I didn't quite understand that, you know, what the significance was of all that. Um, to get his, to get his body right, I suppose. I guess, um, you know, I enjoyed it. You know, I love the McDaniel talks, you know, the, the after the loss, you know, the 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 uh the talk that he had with the team thereafter I thought was enjoyable and it was spot on. You know, it was it was a good way to approach it. Um, you know, they responded, obviously. I mean, you know, they were, you know, during the show they talked about how good the practices were, yeah. how sharp everybody was. Yeah. And and it showed on you know on on, on Sunday game on yep. game day um absolutely uh chris just sent me mike something that's uh very interesting mr sue visited the dolphins really yep huh. how about that i'm surprised to hear that yep he had a free agent visit to me that's quite interesting isn't it yes uh, for a number of reasons <laughs> well i mean if you think about it, right, I mean, why not add an element like that if you can? Um, you know, they, they released um, Pierre Paul. You yeah. knew that, right? Yeah, yeah, this morning. Yeah, we should have talked about that right out of the gate, too. Boy, that was a short visit. Um, what was interesting about that, Mike, was his attitude, even on hard knocks. I know you watched yeah, he, the show. he just seemed distant. He seemed like, you know, he was just there and, you know, listen, I'm the king and uh, whatever. You know, he wasn't very personable and maybe, you know, that that reflected, uh, you know, his um, his attitude. 
you know, he wasn't, he, what, did he dress this week? I think he did. I, I think, think he did also. I think um, he did, but But boy. look, they released him so they could bring um, the running back Brooks back onto the roster. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's always the possibility if nobody claimed them, they put him on the practice squad. Right, right, right. They did sign Ingram too, or did he just come in for a visit? Did they sign Ingram? Um, I don't know. I don't remember what the situation was with that, but I'll tell you what, I've got no problem, Mike, with Sue coming in. I mean, this is a veteran guy that, that can still play football. He's a big body. I'm not so sure how good he is anymore. Yeah, well, we're going to find out. I mean, they brought him in for good reason, Mike. You know, they're not, they're not going to waste their time on something. I'm sure they worked him out. And if they sign him, they probably liked what they saw. I would not mind that depth there in the least. Not well, yeah, in the we, least. we have a little depth there. So them bringing him in for depth reasons makes sense. Yeah, down the stretch here against these three teams, absolutely. You love it. All right. So we'll see what happens with that as well. A lot of moving pieces going on, you know, with the injuries and with uh, people coming into the building and getting looked at. So, yeah. you know, it's what happens this time of year. Well, you know, Ogba's got a hamstring issue, too, so it may have something to do with that. I mean, yeah. I felt the timing with Pierre Paul was quite interesting because, you know, Ogba is dealing with a hamstring, and he does rotate in and out, you know, with right. Van Ginkle and whatnot. Right. So, you know, the, releasing Pierre Paul, I thought, was really, really interesting, you know, because of the timing and yeah. that whole situation. So. You know, if they're bringing in Sue, they're probably serious about, you know, signing him and getting him on the football field. Uh, maybe Agba's just not going to be healthy for a week or two, and, you know, they need the depth there. So we'll yep. see. We'll see what happens. All right. All right. That's going to be it for today. All right. Let's go. Let's go. Merry You're Christmas ready, to huh? everybody. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. Uh, Merry Christmas to everyone. I, I, I hope everybody has a great Christmas, and let's hope that the Dolphins. Give us a, a phenomenal Christmas gift on Christmas Eve with a, with a victory. Uh, that would be nice. And a division championship and a playoff appearance. So many good things. I mean, it's going to yeah. be a fun Christmas Eve if, if we pull that game out, Mike. Yes, and let me just uh, copy what you said. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yes. We appreciate everybody who listens week in and week out. Uh, truly, truly do appreciate that. Uh, we're very grateful. Yes, sir. Take your time, especially this time of year. Take the time to listen to, to a couple of slugs, <laughs> and uh, we do appreciate it. Wash your mouth. Uh-huh. Uh, yes, we do appreciate it. And uh, with that, we'll be back after the uh, Cowboy game, and uh, we'll talk about how they did. Until then, everybody, fins up. Fins up, Dolphins. All right, Finn fans, that's today's show. I want to thank the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network and the Sports Social Podcast Network. Check out these sites, guys. They've got articles and uh, podcasts, which I think you'll enjoy. All right, until next week, be well and take care. Network.